0: So you have some proper vocal exercises when you do, like, ac- Jones acting? <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. yeah it's... Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually giving myself a <laughs> <coughs> fuckhead fuck you know yeah, you, you, you can do whatever you want to do you can put me on mute you can turn the goddamn channel for all I care what the fuck are you doing and you're listening to us now so obviously you hit the fucking mute switch night asshole
1: ladies and gentlemen it is now time for the Royal Grumble you can find us at royalgrumble.com slash oh every sodding week I say royalgrumble.com we need to buy that domain name just to shut me up And then we'll be fine. Um, I've got with me uh, on my left hand side uh, the where where can they find us? (laughs) You you start saying wrong. Well, I'll get to it. That's my point. Is I just ruin everything, don't you? As per usual, (laughs) on my left hand side, the uh, the the ruiner. I was going to say the Carl Anderson of our little trio. Yeah, I will ruin you. Is Daryl? Hi, Daryl. Hi. Right. How are you? I'm right, mate. Splendid. On the right-hand side, definitely the Luke Gallows of the podcast. It is Dan Moxon. All right. Hello. Uh, I I thought about comparing you both to the Usos, but I thought that's probably not fair because no. I can tell you apart. Uh, we are on racist. royalgrumble.podbean.com. It's not racist. <laughs> they're, they're literally twins. What do you want them to do? Different
2: tattoos, mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Facebook.com/slash/royalgrumble. Twitter.com/slash/royalgrumblepod. You can get in touch with us at royalgrumblepod at gmail.com, and we have a website. I think I mentioned it last week, but I got away with it. It's royalgrumble.weebly.com, and eventually, we're going to buy an actual domain name for it. We are not a news show, we're not a review show. We're the show, and we're going to ram that down your neck, just like WWE have done with all things Roman Reigns related. To start off with something completely un- un- unrelated to Roman Reigns. Um, Ryback seems to want to get sacked. <laughs> He, uh, don't, get, he
2: don't like his job, does he, Ryback? No, he doesn't.
1: Payback for Ryback. Ooh. <laughs> the pre-show stopper. The pre-show stopper. Uh, to be fair, I did actually watch the pre-show, and we'll get back to this a little bit later, but um, he was actually brilliant in front of that crowd,
0: which is... <laughs> I, I saw the CM Punk stuff. Well, we'll exactly.
1: We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to that. But yeah, can you can you give us an idea, Dan? Give us an idea of what Ryback is to, saying about WWE.
0: He's done the old um, 2004 MySpace approach by posting a huge blog about his feelings, and. Uh, the what blog. website was it posted on? It was on uh, Tumblr.
2: Tumblr. So, yeah. He has been oh, Reac- an old school live journal. What a yeah, But Tumblr's good for like fan fiction, isn't it? Oh, I, bet oh, there's there some, I bet there's some good Ryback fan fiction on there. Oh,
0: Just the word Ryback.
1: That's <laughs> coming that- <laughs> 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 into my head. I think that's definitely got to be a thing.
0: Graham will have a different wrestling dream <laughs> next time. We'll oh, hear about that, was- that soon. <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus. Well, oh, yeah, so, you- in-
0: <laughs> Ryback's blog post... He talks about how he's been. He's not on television at the moment because they've come to an impasse over his contract. Uh, he goes on to say that wrestling is predetermined, which I was quite upset about. Wait, hang on, what? Yeah, he said what? He said wrestling is predetermined. What, we as performers pre- know what before that we go out to the ring, i perform a backstage scene, who is winning or losing, etc., and have a general idea of what we're going to say. Hold on, right, this is mental. What's what if? Yeah. Have we got breaking news here on the podcast? Breaking news, breaking news. Ryback's
1: claiming a fix. I mean, this is this is this gonna be like. Uh, like that Italian football scandal, in it.
2: It's fucking mental, this. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, this is going to turn the business on its head. Oh my god. Don't the clown's going to go after him like he did Kevin Nash? I think Captain Lou. <laughs> no, Alba, well, right. thing is, thing is, don't <laughs> the clown's dead? So <laughs> which I one? No, some of them are no. alive. Yeah, well, the one that went after Kevin Nash is dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry to hear. Born again. Mm. So anyway, Ryback actually... went on to say after that. That, um, Let me find my place. It blows my mind how in a sport which is predetermined from a company standpoint, winners are paid so much more than the losers. Right, you can't Every say sport person... and predetermined in the same sentence, so he's got that wrong. Carry on. Every single person who works for WB from top to bottom is absolutely just as valuable as the next. The winners cannot win unless the losers go out there and agree to lose to them. So he pretty much goes on a socialist rant, which isn't going to be popular with Vince, uh, saying that no matter what, um, everyone should get paid the same.
2: Oh, yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. like people that contribute more, yeah. they should be paid the same as people that contribute the least. Absolutely. Yeah, That's so, why I'm paid double the amount that you two are. So
0: yeah, exactly. For the I mean, show. It's a nice idea. Wait, we it's kind of
2: get like paid? <laughs> Can I get some of this monetary gains, please?
0: <laughs> it's, it's just one of those like really nice ideas that everyone's equal and stuff. But I'll take the example of Star Wars. Is he saying that the actors who play the Stormtroopers should get paid the same as like Mark Hamill? Well, yeah,
2: because Mark Hamill
0: like um, killed him, so they had to get killed, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Without the stormtroopers, they had to agree he to get to killed. The badass, yeah. Like when he's doing all his lightsaber tricks. Yeah, actually, Mark Hamill did fuck all in the
1: last one. So if you're out there, Mark Hamill, we're calling you out. You're no, Lesnar's. no, we're
2: not because yeah, he's no like Brock Lesnar. No, he's like Brock Lesnar. He does what he wants. What? He just turns up because do you know what? I'm just going to jog on the spot. He just turned up went, I'm just going to stand on a, on a rock for like an hour and a half. She can come and we're find me when she film, wants. It's only been like, on well.
1: like two weeks. Daryl says it's
2: all right. Mark Hamill, I'm calling you out. Royal
1: Grumble Pod on Twitter, <laughs> get back to us. He's got no else to do, has he? No, exactly.
0: Well, he's just standing around on a rock waiting for the next film. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a weird point to make, and I think it's pretty much Ryback's not going to be back unless he takes a lot less money, I think, now.
1: Didn't he sign the
0: actual thing with, like, uh, Feed
1: Me More in Japanese? I'm I literally translated that, and I did check. You know, I the, saw that there was some, like... What do you call it? it kanji? Kanji, that's the word. I knew said kaiju. That's the that's yeah. kaiju big battle. Yeah, I guess it's um, a
0: Tumblr thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but he signed it with Feed Me More in... in, I mean, it might mean nothing, but I was like, that would probably work. Well, on
0: Wrestling Observer, they were talking about whether Ryback would be a good fit for New Japan.
1: Yeah? Well, at which... this point, anybody would be a good fit for New Japan that's got, like, a bit of a reputation from America, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'd be a good thing. It, it'd fit in somewhere. I mean, they have uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. Like, the Bullet Club's kind of gone downhill there, and they've got just big top guys. top-heel
1: Kenny Omega? Well, I suppose apart from the... Kenny Omega's fucking brilliant. Oh, yeah, don't <laughs> yeah. get me wrong. Like, he's a good guy, but he's... Ryback would walk in and immediately be more famous than Kenny Omega. I
0: don't, they've got um, Michael Elgin, who's a big-built dude who does loads of strength stuff. And... Yeah, but no, you're, you're failing to understand my point.
1: Ryback is a bigger name than all of them straight away. Yeah,
0: I guess, well, yeah, I guess so.
1: He is. What
2: do you mean? I guess so. Michael Elgin.
0: <laughs> he's got, he gets quite. It right wasn't Michael now. Elgin. No, no,
2: no. It's not post. about who's over, yeah. right? Who's a big name? Michael Elgin or Ryback? It's pretty straightforward. It's he's, he's, <laughs> he's got you there. <laughs> I guess
0: Ryback would be the big yeah. name, yeah,
2: I'll yeah. concede. He might You might not like him as a wrestler, I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying that he's going to be a big name and a bigger name.
1: Yeah, I guess he could do something over there. but His real name is Ryan as well, so like, obviously they w- he won't be able to call himself Ryan Back. No, but he owns the trademark, the big guy. Oh, does he really? Yeah, he, he owns that, yeah. The big guy, Ryan Reed. <laughs> That's phenomenal. Well, I was thinking more
0: Ryan Back. There you go. The big guy, Ryan That's Back. His TNA name. he calls himself <laughs> Ryan
1: Back, that'd be brilliant.
0: That is definitely his TNA name. Yeah. It... Him and Tyrus teaming up. I don't even know what that is. I've assumed Brodus Clay. Oh, there you go then. Right, that gives me an answer.
2: Brodus Clay could have been something special. (laughs) Funk is on a roll. I still cry about
1: that. You still cry about the fact that you didn't see him at WrestleMania 29.
2: Oh, definitely not. We went to WrestleMania
1: 29, by the way, in New York. Just Dan didn't. (laughs) I'm not rubbing it in on you. This is this is a very important thing that I have to let some of our listeners know. Very specific listeners have to be reminded. Okay. Yeah, that even...
0: Great. Personal things aside. Uh, so yeah, what's the chance of the Ryback actually getting this contract thing sorted? <laughs> well, Vince is a mentalist, isn't he? He'll... Yeah. He
2: might do it. It might just pay him more. No. It, yeah. Do you know what? Honestly, it's
1: one of these things. If 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 Ryan Back had gone up to him and said this, <laughs> it, you might actually have been more likely to get a contract. But because he's done it online, Vince will be like. I don't understand this internet stuff. And he'll be like, it's sacking him, whatever.
0: Actually, the person he's more likely to team with once he gets let go from WWE for all this, or his contract expires, he's going to team with Adam Rose. Yeah. It's, Cause there's a very specific reason why
1: he's going to team with Adam Rose. Could you tell us that please, Dan? Uh,
0: because Adam Rose is also been on this uh, social media uh, push to correct wrongs put out by, about him. Uh, after the thing we read out the other week, he's posted the doctor's note. Uh, I would urge everyone to go on his Twitter account and see this doctor's note because it is actually a handwritten note from his doctor that he's posted a picture of on Twitter. Uh, I can't actually read the handwriting on it because it's it's only a step above mine and my handwriting's shite. But uh, it, the bits I can make out is that he's diagnosed with ADHD and he was on Adderall and apparently WB knew about this for a year before they suspended him.
2: I don't know what Adderall is. I don't know what ADHD is either. I, uh... Attention deficit is. hyperactivity disorder. I knew it. I knew it stood for that. Yeah. But I d I don't know what it is. So uh, if he's got ADHD and it's not treated, what could he do? I'm not at liberty to say what ADHD is because if I start <laughs> on that, that'll be the entire podcast. So
1: I'm
0: not going to. It it just means he's more hyperactive, he'd to focus on things. Adderall helps you focus and stuff. Like you get a lot of college students in America taking Adderall because they them focus but, on exams and but stuff. But
2: what could side effects of taking it be? I'm not sure, I'm not a doctor. Okay. <laughs> Shut you down there. <laughs> yeah, dickhead. So just uh, start, just start, try and make
1: conversation. Uh, well, stop it. Move along. Yeah. yeah? Next, next bit of news. Have uh, you got is... some more news for us?
0: No, I just had those two bits about Adam Rose's handwritten doctor's note, which was great. And yeah, that's it. Fair enough. Well, uh, yeah.
2: That was a great visual for the listeners of, of his doctor's note that you can't read. Uh, if you go on his... On
0: if Twitter. you go on Doody B Adam Rose at, on Twitter... Uh, well, why don't we just
1: retweet it, right? We'll retweet it. Yeah, we'll retweet We've it. We've got a Twitter. Yeah, we, we can do a that. Royal Grumble Pod. Find us on Twitter. Follow us. Listen to all our podcasts. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, so this is all um, off the back of Payback. Uh, it was a pretty decent show, I think. Frankly, Yeah, uh, it was an enjoyable show. I quite enjoyed it. It was
2: sold as the... The first show of the new era. <laughs> oh, that was were funny, weren't it? <laughs> Let's make a video package for the new era. New era. You're
1: just devastated because it wasn't for the new generation.
2: Yeah. yeah. I like the new generation. You harken back to the new Well, I was thinking though. like, you can sort of like split stuff up into eras in a way. Because obviously you've got the Hogan era. I don't know what you call the one before Hogan. We just call it Bruno.
1: I guess just floating around. Yeah. So then you've got Hogan. Macklin, maybe.
2: Yeah, you've got Hogan or Rock and Wrestling. That's what some people like to call it, don't they? Yeah. Then you've got New Generation. Then you've got Attitude Era. Then after New Generation, my favourite era, which is the Ruthless Aggression Era. Do
1: you remember when they really tried to do that? Like, they still occasionally try now. Yeah. It's like, oh, all about Ruthless Aggression. What's that? It's not a thing. John Cena had it. Yeah, he slapped Chris... Chris Jericho? No, Kangle. Angle yeah. in the face. Yeah.
2: Hold well on, mate.
1: You're all right. So, what's this
2: error going to be called?
1: Oh, it's a P- well, I don't know. Because if it's not the PG error, because that's the.
2: No, but they've been wanting to call it PG error for years, aren't they?
1: Well, yeah, but if they're, if they're moving on from the PG error, what's this one? Is it the network error?
2: Mm, maybe. That could be good.
1: Network error is actually something that I get on my computer occasionally when uh...
2: well, the network doesn't work. Yeah, oddly
1: enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> really, should we say an era?
2: Yeah, well, when you're don't download because there's a network error.
0: (laughs) Just going back on the Ruthless Aggression thing, was that named because of the CD compilation or was the CD compilation? No, the CD was like '99. Yeah, Aggression Um, was the rap album. I'm just thinking if they're going to name things after CDs, we can bring back the one we mentioned the other week, which is I'm glad there isn't a forcible entry error. I don't think anyone's thinking about the forcible entry error. They
2: had a cracking Chris Benoit song on that album.
0: (laughs) No, like, it would be. No, I did like that song. I remember, yeah. Was that the one that ended up as his theme? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good theme. yeah.
1: Oh, I know, but I've just, I've just realised I, um, I, I've led us on to pay, pay back prematurely because I promised both of you, very much against my will, that I would um, inform you of the wrestling-related dream I had this this week. Yeah,
2: so listeners, let's just uh, put this into perspective. He came in here and said, oh, I had a wrestling-related dream, and then he would try to tell us it, and we stopped him and made him say on air. So it could be shit.
0: But- I hope it is. <laughs> I just—he not- also took notes on his dream. Which is actually <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got his phone in his hand. To be fair, <laughs> I literally
1: do the do that anyway. I'm, I'm I'm not one of those boring people that tells other people about them, but I would just like to sort of remember uh, what okay. Oh, and occasionally like tell my fiance about them just to annoy her. Uh, <laughs> sort of really do annoy. Her. Anyway, so um, especially those sex dreams. <laughs> oh, it's, it's it's implied. You don't need to say it. Just, oh, he does. Oh. yeah, I, I have to make it very clear. I'd expect that more of you, Daryl. To be honest. Anyway, so in this dream um i was at a wwe show now it was like i wouldn't say it was like a proper big house show because it was almost like it was in a smaller arena but it wasn't an nxt show i, I okay so it's a very sort of vaguely small show intimate yeah if you like it's strange child um <laughs> uh, there was a whole bunch of people there the one that i specifically remember was kevin owens right and i seem to remember uh Somehow, I went from being in the crowd to like being in the ring, and i was i must have been like an assistant general manager or something. It was something to do with that somehow, I was immediately an authority figure right and I was involved with a I was involved with an angle with a new tag team right so I remember being standing in the ring this tag team's music hits I remember thinking all oh, this like the video package was for what are they call the revival, right? And I was yeah. like, Oh, this must be them. And then they came out with two completely different blokes. And I was like, Oh, that's weird, okay. So they come out, both stood at the side of the ramp, down the middle of the ramp, this little girl, right, bald, like <laughs> wearing like creepy sort of I don't know, one of these um like horror film type, like like a long gown, sort of looking like she might be dead, whatever. Um and I remember thinking, "Oh, she, yeah, she's blind, right? right? I don't even know why she was blind—a blind, was A blind made... bald girl. Yeah, blind, bald girl. Okay. So she was the um, she was the manager for this tag team, right? So they walk down. At this point, it becomes apparent to me that the entire roster is around the around the ring. Right? I don't even think they were there before, but somehow they were all there, right? But they were all stood up on the apron, which isn't physically possible anyway. But let's ignore that. Um." So she came out, took a microphone and talks to me in like a creepy sort of horror little girl voice saying that I, my attitude to women's wrestling is shocking and that I'm disgraceful. <laughs> and, the, and then she like tells all the men to stand down and all the women are on the apron. And she's like, you, you don't respect women. You don't have any respect for the women's wrestling and you, you just have got no respect for any of us. And then she sort of attacked me, right? I remember sort of jumping up and doing like a slow motion jump um, and I remember thinking, oh, she's blind. I best make sure she knows where I am. So I was like, <laughs> making not out like, ah, so she could hear me. <laughs> so that she'd know where to attack me. And I had to bump for her. Um, and then I, I don't know whether this was before. I think it was after this, right? I must have ended up at ringside somehow. Kevin Owens is having a match. I can't remember against who. I think it was someone like quite wank, but he, he lost anyway, right? And he came out and tried to take it out on me, he brought me into the ring, and he was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to absolutely pagger at you, or whatever. Probably didn't say that. And I said, oh, no, no, you can't, because you've already attacked two people in situations which caused you a suspension, so you're on two strikes. So one more strike, and you're out. And then I think after that, it he just, he just went off, and I woke up and wrote all this down so that you <laughs> delightful <laughs> podcast listeners could all listen to it.
0: What do you think it means?
1: <laughs> I think it means I'm afraid of little girls that I'm in love with Kevin Owens. That's the only explanation <laughs> I can take. Um, I think I blame you,
2: Daryl. Yeah, I I, bl- I take full responsibility. I think for this. it's
1: completely your fault because you were talking about the House Show last week. Yeah. So s- somehow that's got warped in my mind.
2: Yeah, because. I went for a piss during the women's match, didn't I? Exactly. I don't have these dreams, though. My My, <laughs> conscience, my conscience is clear. You've got second-hand guilt is what you've got. Clearly it's <laughs>
1: transparency. Yeah,
2: exactly. So I want to be as bad as possible. Uh, and you're just going to get nightmares for it.
1: Well, if any more occur, I will I will be sure I to... Mean, think- I
2: mean, d- I did shave a girl and blind her. <laughs> <laughs> she can't walk, though, so she wouldn't have done that jump. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs>
0: Do you, have, do you have any notes written down from after Daryl talked about Vader's penis?
1: No, I don't have any. No, no, I don't, I don't have any notes about Vader's penis. Daryl has several, I know, but uh, we'll, we'll leave that for another time. Maybe we'll get back to Vader's penis.
2: No, on, on penis cast next week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so maybe we should actually talk about payback now. I'll, I'll bring on. it back to payback. Um, did either of you watch the pre-show? No, no. I watched little bits of the pre-show. Um, I, also saw what the actual highlights were on um, on the pay-per-view.
2: Yeah, I, whatever's on the pay-per-view I saw. So if they yeah. showed a clip of it, I've seen so it. So you
1: saw, for example, Dolph Ziggler beating Baron Corbin.
2: Yeah, I've seen Baron is involved in a 50-50 feud with Dolph Ziggler. What the fuck?
1: Like, <laughs> allegedly, this is a guy that they really want to push, and they've had him lose to Dolph Ziggler in his first pay-per-view match in a singles competition. Yep. Just Brilliant. <laughs> Well he- done, that's the way to put him over, you morons. Uh, he's a workhorse. I- hey? Did you know that he's
2: a workhorse, Dolph Ziggler?
1: Oh, I'm sick of being told it, mate. <laughs> and then... Uh, well, he is. Oh, no, he's not, though, is he? Pack it in.
2: I'm the instigator. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many different nicknames have you come up with yourself so far? The Ruiner, the Instigator... The stirrer. There you go. Well, we knew that.
2: Mr. Big Dick. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't think you're allowed <laughs> to come up with your own nicknames. <laughs> I'm banning you officially from coming up with any more nicknames. <sighs>
0: All right. Any nicknames not... for Daryl, send them to us on
1: Twitter. Yeah, yeah, or com or on Twitter. Or just abuse him. He's also on Twitter. You'll be able to find him.
2: Oh. Um, my profile's private, I think. Yeah, that's,
1: sorry. I'll make sure they do find you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'll direct them. Um, Then Ryback right against Callisto, which was pretty hilarious because it was in Chicago, so all of Chicago hates Ryback because CM Punk hates Ryback.
0: Because he's dumb as fuck.
1: Yeah, because he's apparently dumb as fuck, although CM Punk's a dick, so he can get fucked. <laughs> and um, he so he was doing the CM Punk spots and that he started doing a lot lately anyway, so the, but of course in front of a Chicago crowd, they were really pissed off about it. And then Callisto won. Um, it was a good match, really. But like... Two months in a row and a pre-show, what's that going to be? So, I don't really see the sense in it. But at the same time, I didn't see the sense in Dolph Ziggler beating Baron
0: Corbin. So, it's going be was... a new US champion next month.
1: Yeah, well, oh well, we know why you think that. But that's that's <laughs> more to do with Raw than anything. You didn't watch Raw, did you?
2: No, I'm not, I've seen clips, but I've yeah, not seen the whole show.
1: Rusev won a battle royal to face Callisto. Oh yeah. So, if, my theory is basically Rusev's going to beat. Callisto, win the US title, and then John Cena will come back and they'll literally resume where they left off. Just like nothing ever happened. No. It's like, everything's fine. The new era. <laughs> Sounded about right. Um, So, show kicked off with... um, God, I actually can't remember. New Day. New, yeah. Yes, the New Day. Oh, yeah, of course, I, I do remember. Yeah, yeah. So, New Day coming out to introduce the number one contenders... Uh, final of the tournament which was enzo and cast against uh the vaude villains now i don't think i need to say but obviously this match got stopped very quickly because enzo suffered a really horrible looking concussion
0: yeah that was nasty really yes. awful um you can see in the background as well when it happens i think it's kofi's got a piece of pizza and as it happens, he's about to eat the piece of pizza and he just stops and he's just staring with his pizza just hanging in front of his face. It's like, oh, shit.
1: Well, I noticed how quickly, um, on second viewing, how quickly Cass got down and yeah. went round to Enzo.
0: While Simon Gotch was trying to pick him While up. While Simon Gotch was
1: trying to pick him <laughs> up, yeah. Well done, Simon Gotch. Um, thankfully, they called the match off pretty quickly and... Enzo is at hospital now. I don't know how long he's going to be out for. With concussions, you can never really tell.
0: Yeah, it was a pretty bad one as well, so I'm guessing it'll be at least a month, maybe two, at, like, at the earliest before he's back.
1: I mean, the fortunate thing for him is, if he's not, say he's not able to physically get involved, with the way that their act works, there's every chance that he could just be a manager for Cass anyway, Yeah, which I imagine is where they might end up going like in a few, I don't know, in a few months, a few years. So it might just be a case they do that now and then they return to the tag team situation once Enzo is ready to go again. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad to see he's of hospital, but it looked really nasty. Like you can can really tell something's wrong when they pan across to the commentators because they started showing replays and I think somebody eventually went, "You, you know, he's really bad, right? It
2: might not be the best idea to show this.
0: After, yeah. after five replays. I know.
2: Yeah. They, um, I think it weren't just the when they threw him out, they were. I think he, he probably got knocked out when he, he ran into the corner and got kicked. Did you think that? Because yeah. I didn't. Because I, like, he took that bump and I thought he's edit the map. Uh. And then when they picked him up, and then he just lobbed him, didn't he, out of the ring? And, and he'd lost his foot in. So it I, might
1: have knocked him a bit daft because I know he's done that move before, yeah. like being chucked out of the ring, like almost a baseball slide sort of way. But. um. It was definitely... I mean, his chest impacted the rope. That was what sent his head back down to the mat. You could see his eyes are just, like, absolutely loopy when they... I mean, we saw it in slow motion so many times yeah. that, like, you can see he's just out of it. Um, so the result of that is that they've declared that the Vaudevillians are the number one tag, num- tag team... Number one contenders. Number, number one contenders,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, although, obviously, they didn't actually win the match. But, um, I mean, technically they did. They just didn't announce it on the night because it's a knockout. That, that stops matches. Well, the Dudley's said that it went to a no contest and I, I believe Bubba Ray Dudley, so <laughs> I'm going to go with him. I've got a few notes. I actually took notes on this show. And uh, my first note is, Big E stares into your soul as he gyrates. Has anyone else noticed this, how he stares directly into the hard cam when he's gyrating when they do the WWE Tag Team Champions of the World thing? yeah. It's kind of creepy. It's like he's staring into my soul. It really cre- it creeped me are out. you going
1: have dreams about it?
0: I hope not. Because he's staring
1: into your soul like a little bald blind girl. <laughs> it's like, they are terrifying.
0: Uh, the other notes I had, um, <laughs> Enzo Casarova, Vaudevillains not so much. Uh, there was a Hey Arnold's reference, which is really great for the new era, a show that was from when I was a kid. So that's a long while since it's been on TV, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. About 90s, like 96, 97, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I think JBL was drunk because he was just mumbling throughout the show. JBL's just a moron, though. Yeah, and then I just put what a way to start the show. Don't blame
1: alcohol on JBL, right? <laughs> don't, don't hold alcohol responsible for JBL's
2: failings. Thoughts, Daryl? Uh, I've, I've said everything. i to sell this match. It's it like it was just bad that he got knocked out, wasn't it? There was yeah. they didn't really get going. There was no. before that. Fair play.
1: Um, this was. So sort of unfortunate in, in terms of timing because the match after it was um, Sami Zayn against Kevin Owens which they have this and they showed it on Raw and they showed it again on the pay-per-view which I liked because often enough they make a video package and either they don't show it on TV they just show it on the pay-per-view which is a waste of time because it's not building anything or they only show it on Raw but then they don't remind you on the pay-per-view so it can be different viewerships and that sort of thing but um, they showed this excellent video package with Sami Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens which like charted their history from NXT through to WWE like so they touched on what they'd done before that and then they went ahead and had a hell of a match I thought it
2: was yeah, they kicked fuck out of each other they? they really did yeah. it was
1: brilliant like, <laughs> it was a really good match I really liked that these are two guys who thought about the feud and when the, when the bell rang the first thing they did was get up each other's face and then smack each other rather than the usual thing of, oh, I really hate you, I'm going to kill you. Bell rings, lock up. Because <laughs> that's, that's how you show somebody who you want to pagar. Um,
0: I feel like the crowd's getting more and more into Sammy. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're still doing the NXT thing of booking him to lose all the time and him still saying over. And it's it worked in NXT. It might still work on the main roster. He'll get good wins occasionally as well, but it was... Yeah, I've lost my train of thought. Go on. <laughs> I don't
1: think it's too much of a problem yeah. at the moment because he's in that feud with Kevin Owens, and so long as they've got all this material, all this backstory, it's yeah. going to be okay. And if he gets the occasional win over other superstars, um, it looks like they're heading to a fatal four-way for the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, uh, I, I was going to say what
0: happened later in the ma- What happened later in the show made up for the result because it carried it ongoing.
1: Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, now my threat. train Sorry. of thought's gone. Well done,
0: yeah. Uh, Daryl, um,
1: you got a train of thought.
2: Yeah, Our trains have collided with each other. What a disaster! Um, oh not listen. Where did he get to? Right. Oh no, you a, Yeah, Yes, so Kevin when, Owens had a match with Sami yeah, yeah, yeah. Zayn. Yeah, so the bit I liked go. was when they were kicking the fuck out of each other. Because like, I'd think if like one of, like was if we were to have a match, I'd like to think we would kick the fuck out of each other. Like, I definitely would. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put that on record. Yeah yeah we never had a match did we no we were probably involved
1: in some 20 man tag team match oh yeah when we were training at the 1pw academy i do not owe you money uh i don't think we did that last week i need to i need to remind remember ways to work because scott steiner never worked for the 1pw i wouldn't be surprised if i tried to book him at some point but uh need to remember ways to ways to work that in um
2: kevin owens won um then after the match, that's that's a bit I liked. I think after yeah. the match when he challenged, when he not challenged, when he said he wanted his Intercontinental title back, because like when he did it at first, I thought he was going to say that he wanted a shot at World Heavyweight title because that's what most people would do. But like he said, no, I want I want that belt. So I think it makes it more, makes it more appealing. Important.
1: Yeah, a lot of people have said, and I agree with them that it's stupid that they haven't had this Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens match for the Intercontinental title. I think the. Um, the mindset can often be, well, the feud doesn't need the title. But it's like, well, sometimes the title needs a feud rather than just, I'm The Miz, so let's have a match with Cesaro. Um, (laughs) Which I don't think is always a problem. It's not a problem to just have like a sort of mandatory challenger faces champion match all the time. But when you've got a good feud and you involve a title in it, it can often bring the title up. Like, just for example, I know a few years back they had the Rey Mysterio and... Chris Jericho feud where Jericho kept taking his mask off. And for as much as that match wasn't really about the Intercontinental title, the last match was a mask versus title match over the Intercontinental belt. And that actually sort of elevates it a little bit more because you feel like, well, if he's willing to put this up against the thing that he holds most dear, it makes a difference. Similarly, if you've got an important feud like this where you believe that the two guys want to kill each other and then you add a title on top of it, well that just escalates it altogether, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I completely agree with it. Um it was a really it's a really good feud and it's gonna continue. And introducing the title into it will, like you said, make the title better. Uh, another point I want to make about the match is did you realise how much Sammy was swearing during the match? He swore at least once. Um, I, I kept hearing it was like the audio was dropping out because I didn't watch it live I watched it afterwards the audio kind of dropped a few times and then one of the times you could clearly hear him it was like oh it reminds me of the match with Neville and I had to go back and watch that match after the show because the match with Neville he was just swearing through the entire like close of the match <laughs> he really wants to watch that because that's something that could get him uh, involved what was, what was he I didn't notice what was he doing
2: it's swearing apparently like
0: I, it, I do remember Sharon the audio Fulk dropping got a
2: two count. <laughs> oh right so it wasn't like he was like swearing at people like at the referee or at no he wasn't at at the referee. Okay, he was okay. swearing
0: in frustration and I think he said he swore at Kevin Owens once
2: oh, okay
0: but he said something in the main event of the NXT show which was some like come on motherfucker or something to Adrian Neville
1: uh, he definitely did say something in NXT <laughs> I remember that I was like oh okay then I bet you wish the camera hadn't been on your face at that point
0: point. Um,
1: and also the DDT through the ropes thing is never not awesome it's such it's, a cool little move it's, it's, it's funny yeah even when people seem to know it's happening I guess seeing it live is like a massive deal like it becomes something.
2: I can't wait till he fucks it up one day. Uh, of course you can.
0: Like Shelly Martinez, because
1: <laughs> it'd be so funny. Fucking D- don't <laughs> compare Simon. Uh, don't compare Sammy Zayn to Shelly Martinez, Jesus. <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify <laughs> that with a response. No, move on. I- I'm just trying no. to get that into your dreams for no. next week. <laughs> what? Put Shelly Martinez in my dreams, Jesus. That could yeah, be but are the listeners going to know what we're talking about. Uh, I-, I don't want them to know.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. but, but, do you think the listeners will know thought, like, we'll we already
1: like have more listeners than TNA have viewers so like that's, that's straightforward, done we okay. probably have more people listening to our show than bought that pay-per-view so probably not but I'm okay Darryl. with that pacing, that's a closer okay. I'm alright with that yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so this as I say transitioned into Kevin Owens doing commentary on the intercontinental title match between The Miz and Cesaro uh, I really like Cesaro I don't like him as much as some people seem to. A lot of people seem to think he's like world title material. I don't feel like he probably is, but I still quite like him. I think he's really good in the ring. I think he's charismatic in the ring. I think his character could do with a little bit of work, but at least I sort of believe that he's enjoying himself now. Whereas I feel like at some points previously, when he's been doing various different gimmicks, different feuds, I just haven't believed what he's saying.
2: So when he was yodeling, did you not precisely? Did you not yeah. believe that? No, not so much. No,
0: I don't get the stripper thing. What? Because like, I'd understand if it was like the Swiss Superman thing, and he was like like Clark Kent turned Superman. But then there's done the whole James Bond thing with it as well, and I, I don't get it. I just
1: I think the idea is that he's right suave, and wears like fancy suits. But when it's business time, like he's he's ready to do business straight away.
0: Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I still don't quite understand it I'm deliberately leaving some dead yeah. air you know that don't you
1: um, <laughs> yeah um,
2: I like it when he strips off <laughs> of
1: course you do
0: because I mean, <laughs> you can see an outline in his chunks.
2: Yeah. yeah
1: I do actually really like the sort of James Bond thing that he does with his intro now it's, it's different to what other people are doing
2: I, do you don't, know- I like the bit where he, he walks along and he, he turns around and he goes bang and blood dribbles down <laughs> do you
1: have to to like put a circle around your eye with your finger yeah you do and then we got to Moscow Uh, not not Moscow Chicago okay right Um, so yeah this match ended with I believe was it a DQ
0: no Miz won by roll. no that's
1: right he rolled him up I knew that was because essentially partway during the match um, Sammy comes back starts beating the shit out of Kevin Owens. Which they end brilliant. up on the apron, um, which distracts the referee when Cesaro has Miz in the sharpshooter. Miz taps to the sharpshooter. <laughs> That's
2: not my favourite sharpshooter of the night. <laughs>
1: I'm sure it wasn't. <sighs> um, Miz taps to the sharpshooter, but the referee doesn't see it. We move on, and as, as you say, I think it's is it them fighting again that distracts Cesaro,
0: or is yeah. it Maurice was involved somehow? No, that- they distract him so he got up to go to the referee and say why is this distracting yeah, then, the, yeah, and then he yeah him I remember
1: yeah and then the um, so like I say it seems like it's building a fatal four way which is fine because yeah. obviously at extreme rules every match has a gimmick so in terms of gimmicks fatal four way for those four is pretty good I
0: yeah. think that works my note for the actual match oh, was just it's go on
1: Daryl why do
2: you not like <laughs> the fatal four way it's not very extreme is it it's
1: not, well it's not supposed to be extreme is it it's just
0: supposed to be stipulations it could nowadays. make it a four way dance mm. So they used to have three- and four-way dancers in ECW. They won't do that, though. You'd yeah, just el- Elimination won't. Match is just too much hassle. They would call it
2: Elimination Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. They used to
1: have a pay-per-view called Fatal 4-Way, didn't they? Yeah,
2: that was fun. What? Why did they do that? It's a gimmick. Yeah, it was, the, it was wh- the year when they had Breaking Point.
1: Yes. Yeah, the one year. Which actually was quite a good idea for a pay-per-view.
2: It was, but we'll talk about Breaking Point later, mate, because I've got notes. You'll understand this in a minute. Okay, all right. right. Well,
1: fair enough. Okay. Um, have you got any other thoughts on... The Ms. Cesara
2: match. Uh, Maurice is phenomenal. Phenomenal, isn't she? She really is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, like, how's he managed that? That's what I want to know. He's obviously
0: got some talent.
1: Hollywood yeah. money. Yeah, that's probably it. Isn't the Marine it? Four. <laughs> Santa's little helper. That other one he did. The Marine Three. <laughs> I, I was I wasn't thinking of the Marine Three, but yes, the Marine Three home front was it homeland I remember it being called something weird I was like you're trying to rip uh, up homeland uh,
2: only Marines film I've seen is marine one marine four one. moving target the, the one remembered. with
0: mr. Anderson was on tv the other night did
2: yeah. you watch it that's, um, I watched about
0: 10 minutes of it that's not the marine that's <laughs> is it? Oh, behind enemy lines that's uh, behind enemy lines columbia yeah that, that was the yeah. one yeah that was on the other night I, I watched about 10 minutes of it and that was all I wonder out. where
1: the star of the marine 2 ted dibiase jr is these days Probably in Ted DiBiase's house, crying. Because he was with Maurice, wasn't he? I don't know if it was just on TV. It was just on TV. TV, He's got a wife, yeah. Oh, okay. He's probably still crying, though.
2: Yeah, (laughs) because his wife's not as fit as (laughs) (laughs) Maurice.
0: On my notes, I've just got... They made Kevin Owens look like a world beater because he was the big focus of those two matches, almost, because he was on commentary. So if you watch it on TV, it was his voice that was taking you through the match, and it just made him a bigger star. So him being involved in international feud will help it out a lot.
1: He can occasionally piss me off a lot, but I actually really quite enjoyed him on this pay per view. Often I feel like he does all the right things to be a heel, but occasionally does the odd thing just to keep it so that people like him as a face. Like he does often, he'll wrestle like a face. Like the, all the John Cena matches, he wrestled like a face. Yeah, because he was pulling out all these moves that no one had seen before. And it, it pissed me off a little bit because I was like, "You're supposed to be the heel in the feud. Be the heel in the feud because you're good enough to do it." Um, and I feel like he's really improved on that, um, which is why I'm quite glad that he was made the focus of not one but two matches on the yeah. show. Uh,
0: after this was there was a, they started doing the thing where it was someone talking backstage to one of the McMahon's, and because there was no audio, it was Apollo Crews, and he seemed to be emotion how big something was to <laughs> so Stephanie. <laughs> And that just had me giggling for quite a little while. I'd had a lot of coffee at this point. And I was just, Apollo Cruz just there going, yeah, it's, it's this. <laughs> what, what's that, Dan? He was motioning with his hands that something was large. What, what's large? His potential. Ah, okay. I
2: thought it was the fish that yeah. he caught earlier.
0: Yeah, I thought it was the
2: fish. <laughs> um. Penis cast.
0: And then, <laughs> I, I, I noted on here, um, they've upped their video game package on this show. It's amazing how great, Footage, how much great footage you can get when you properly build matches so they mean something. The next match is who gets the shit, who gets their shitty Piper's Pit ripoff show. Uh, was, Dean Ambrose versus Jericho was. Was next. that the next match? Really, yeah. I thought it was much later in the show. Gosh, a feud you? over chat shows. Yeah, so it was plus
1: devastatingly. It seems like that's going to continue as well. Um, <laughs> this match was really sloppy. Like
0: it wasn't terrible, but it was just it's Jericho in it. Sloppy is a great word to use because the one note I do have about this match is towards the end, Dean Ambrose had a huge glob of snot come out of his nose and just oh. swing straight into his mouth.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> it's just like that time that a pigeon shot in Ashley, Ashley Young's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, that's still fantastic. Can you that imagine? Because the worst part about that particular footage with Ashley Young is is the, the cam- camera swings away afterwards. It's like, no, why are we not seeing Ashley Young react to the <laughs> fact that pigeons just shot in his mouth? <laughs> Um, yeah, any thoughts on Dean Ambrose against Chris Jericho, Darryl?
2: Uh I didn't mind it, to be honest. It was all right. Yeah. Well, I don't really have this hatred of Jericho like you do.
1: I don't hate him. Oh, you do? I, no. No, I hate Dolph Ziggler. I don't hate Chris Jericho. He just disappoints me every single
0: time I see him. <laughs> I'm not sure he... if that's worse. <laughs> I think the thing is, he's good at having a, a match that's fine. Like, he's one of the better guys at having a decent, like, standard match. But that's all he's had recently, and it's the problem. It
1: the problem I find, and I didn't really notice until someone pointed it out to me, is that he tries to have the same match as his opponent always has, rather than having, you know, like a match between them. He just seems to try and match them for everything they do, and he can't do it anymore. He's like yeah. what forty something, must be about forty or so. Um, yeah, he just can't do that anymore. Which isn't a problem. It just means choose your own style. Don't be trying to match everybody else for speed and for pace. Because if you can't do it, you can't do it. I'm also frustrated that this feud is going to continue. Because Jericho teased on Twitter that he was just leaving WWE for a bit. Which would have been alright. I'm okay when he leaves for a bit. I don't mind too much when he comes back. But if he'd lost to Dean Ambrose decisively, which he did, just leave. Just go away for a bit. Because... The last thing I want to see now is another situation with the like the AJ Styles one where the trade wins and the trade wins and then it ends up being Jericho that gets the rub out of it because what's that gonna benefit anybody apart from Jericho? Nobody, and that's not gonna benefit anybody because he'll just sod off to pretend to be a rock star again. So, yeah, like Dean Ambrose should win the feud probably. First, I, I this must be like wasn't he on a massive losing streak on pay per views, Dean Ambrose? Yeah. I wonder, it'd be interesting to see, and I probably should have researched this beforehand, what, because
2: this is the first time he's won. It must be the first time he's won in months, maybe. Well oh, Ryback put his own winnings. I know we've moved on from the Ryback thing, but I just that reminded me, on the on his blog, he put his winning, his pay-per-view record, <laughs> and it was something like one twelve lost 26. Yeah.
1: Ridiculous, that, Mark. actually. I thought you were going to talk more about that Ryback thing. I'm surprised. 12-26, that,
0: that is actually his record. Is it? Yes. Oh, yeah. well,
2: I did just fist pump, then. <laughs>
1: Just, just to bring it slightly off topic on the Ryback thing, they really, they really fucked him up, didn't they?
2: Well, yeah, but like they had a plan, didn't they? Because like they had a plan to get CM Punk to Royal Rumble as the champion.
1: Even then, though, even then they still fucked him up because like he could easily have won the Royal Rumble that year, right? They would have had a John Cena Rock match some way, one way or another, right? He could easily run the Royal Rumble and had a world title match with the Big Show, which we thought was going to happen at the WrestleMania that we went to. Yeah. And they didn't. And they put the Big Show in the opening match for some reason. Well, they
2: had to wrestle Mark Henry, didn't he, and lose. And yeah, and lose to Mark Henry.
1: <laughs> you can see me, by the way, in case you're interested, um, in, the big sh- in the Mark Henry against Rideback match, very loudly get up and cheer when Mark Henry puts him in the third bear hug of the match. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: next match up. Dan. It was uh, the women's title match. Yes.
1: Wow. Go on, Daryl. Right. Because um, you bloody love women's wrestling. right? So you call small children to attack me. I've prepared way. some notes. Splendid. Right. I'm glad that you've opened up now after we've had look, three or four matches to talk about so far. Six, including the pre-show.
0: I, I'll just quickly go on mine. I was expecting Rick to cry at some point in this match because he's been Probably doing did. a lot of crying. Like, he, he just cries a lot anyway.
2: Right. My notes aren't about the match. It's about the finish. Oh. So do you uh, want to... Remind me, what was what was the finish? Was it a new finish? It was a new finish for the new era. Brand new finish for the new yep. era, yep. Uh, WWE and Vince McMahon's obsession with recreating one of, if not the most humiliating moments in Bret Hart's career, is quite possibly the most beautiful thing in the history of the business. <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart, notorious for how serious he treated and protected his character, was humbled and embarrassed in 1997 with the now infamous double cross. Once leaving WWE for WCW, he had very few career highlights and was forced into an early retirement due to concussion and later a stroke. After vowing for years to never return to WWE, he eventually did when he was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame at WrestleMania 22 in 2006. Although he actually refused to attend the actual WrestleMania event the night after. It took another four years before he would eventually show up again on WWE TV. He returned in January 2010 and embraced Shawn Michaels live on air and then entered a feud with Vince McMahon, which culminated in a dull snooze fest at WrestleMania 26.
1: Dull snooze fest, by the way, is generous. It was just horrific. It wasn't even, I wouldn't even go as far as to say it was dull because like dull would be, you know, there was nothing about it. There was actually stuff about it. Just everything about it was terrible. It had Story Bruce it had, Hart.
0: Well, it had to meet a certain criteria so it wasn't considered a competitive wrestling match because of his insurance from when he retired. In which case, the they could literally around.
1: just have done... Yeah, in which case, they could literally have just done the 30
2: seconds that they should have done. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll get to that another day. Go on, Daryl. Um, if it wasn't clear enough that the hitman was hesitant to return to his once-home company, there may be a reason behind this. Vince McMahon's obsession with embarrassing him. Vince has history with embarrassing people who he feels takes themselves or the business too serious. Jim Ross being the number one target of his bullying behaviour. The constant firing, smearing in barbecue sauce, sauce and obsession with his southernness is just the tip of the iceberg. However, this is a different article for a different time. The first reenactment of the Montreal Screwjob came 12 months after the original at Survivor Series 1998 when The Rock won the Deadly Games tournament for the vacant WWE World Heavyweight title. There have been several um, recreations of the Montreal Screwjob after that. Okay? It's a list of them. Right, so I've got a list. God, brilliant. Okay, so we've got obviously the original 1997. That's not a recreation, but then the the first recreation is a year later The Rock versus Mankind, Survivor Series 98. Um, that was quite clever at the time, I remember. Yep. Uh, the next one. Uh, May 28th, 2001. Uh, Raw is held in Calgary, <laughs> uh, which is Bret Hart's hometown. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the then champion, put Chris Benoit in the Crippler cross face and McMahon ordered the bell to ring. That
1: never happened, though. Never never happened.
2: No, it never happened, that.
0: Never happened but it was Stone
1: Cold
2: a- put no one in the sharpshooter.
0: <laughs> Stevie Richards who put in the thing.
2: Uh-huh, yeah, that's right. It was Stevie Richards. Yeah. <laughs> um, Backlash 2004. Um, played with the screwjob up having Shawn Michaels put um, Chris Benoit in the sharpshooter then having Earl Hebner rush down to the ring to call the submission after the first ref had been knocked out um, this time Hebner plays the referee straight and Benoit never taps in fact he later wins by making Michaels tap out in Montreal um, so I'm imagining at some
1: point um, people watching that thought right that's it that's catharsis for Montreal it's all done now yeah it's all done was it
2: done? um well, no. there's a TNA one, but I'm not going to count that because no, it wasn't don't. right. Because so they th- copy everything from WWE okay. anyway, so... So then, Shane McMahon defeated Michaels on the March 18th, 2006 Saturday Night's main event when he put an unconscious Michaels in the sharpshooter and Vince ordered the bell to be rung. Excellent. <laughs> okay, so when I said breaking point... um, <laughs> Breaking point... Callbacks. Yeah, okay, so breaking point, and this is not going to mean much to anyone because I'm telling you this like after it, way after it happened but i knew it was in montreal and it was a submission pay-per-view and i predicted that there would be a, at least one screw job on this show okay so breaker point 2009 Mon- in montreal had cm punk lock the undertaker in the Anaconda device despite undertaker escaping the hold teddy long rang the bell and declared cm punk the winner by submission the match was actually a double screw job a few minutes earlier undertaker made punk tap out with hell's gate but long declared that it didn't count and ordered the match to continue um, then we've got July 17th, 2011. See, we're not even finished. Uh, CM Punk versus John Cena um, was eerily similar till Cena, who locked Punk in an STF, knocks out John Laurinaitis, who was going to ring the bell. Uh, Cena then tells McMahon that this match is his match and that he finished it his way. He goes back to the ring and gets hit with the GTS by Punk. Uh, Punk wins the championship. That so- again was like, in terms of the way they play
1: off it, right, there's a few of them so far that are relatively clever like that one for example was quite clever it played off the idea that this is how they're going to do it and then Cena sort of didn't make it happen
2: can you carry on? Alright so there's one more on my list Uh, Daniel Bryan locked the big show in the yes lock uh, May 11th 2012 on Smackdown and John Laurinaitis immediately rang the bell and declared Bryan the winner by submission and then we fast forward to 2016 where we are the new era. (laughs) What was the finish of this match Daryl? I believe uh, Charlotte put Natalia in a sharpshooter. Alright, oh, she tapped out, yeah. And uh She tapped though, didn't she? Or did she? Well the referee just rang the bell, got the belt, gave it to Charlotte, and then ran off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart was there! Yeah. He right, was at the side right, of the room.
2: Which is fucking hilarious, yeah. right? He'd just come out of having like surgery on his prostate, right? Because he had prostate cancer. Mm-hmm. Right, which is obviously that's good that he's got rid of it or whatever's happened, that's good. Yep. But he's coming to do this show. He do not want to be there. He's literally said, Nah, I don't want to go. Don't want to go. Said an interview, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, Nah, I don't want to be there. I'm just going to be there for Natalia because if I'm if i not there, they're going to bury her. <laughs> oh, no. Right? Oh. So he, he thought him being there was going to be a good thing. Mm. <laughs> Did it make it worse, though? Uh, I think it might have done definitely did make it worse and what I like better is he had to he had to witness a Montreal Scrooge from the outside of the ring and he could do nothing about it
0: yeah I, I was really angry about this <laughs> I, a, I a knew serious, you were be as serious as Brett takes wrestling I take my love of Brett Hartless seriously <laughs> and I got so angry I wrote a note just saying uh, no wonder Brett is bitter who's and that want to show. who's that what who's that who's that I will get who's, rid of that who's the, was, the message from it was Becky, my oh. girlfriend. Uh, he's, got no, go- he's got a girlfriend, guys. I'm,
2: I'm single, podcast groupies.
0: <laughs> You're dead. You're actually dead.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not really single. Please forgive me. I might be now after she listens to this. <laughs> so if I am, then podcast groupies. <laughs> the moral oh, of the story is keep airplane mode on. Yeah. Go
1: on, carry on.
0: Uh, so yeah, I said, no wonder Brett is bitter. I wonder what the finish of the next match is. Is someone going to fall from a high place and they're going to finish the match? <laughs> Oh, it's a bit extreme. God. Yeah, I was oh, sorry, Daryl. The voice of reason is coming. <laughs> yeah, that's what like, The voice of reason. I, I was quite upset about it. Jesus, um, the, I, I'm sick of seeing screw jobs. Oh, I'm just like, bored of that screw job. There's not been that many. There's so
1: many. <laughs> there's so many ways to finish a wrestling match with a fuck finish without doing that exact thing. Yeah, but wasn't Bret Hart involved in one? By the way, I'm sure in WCW
0: he actually was in, the Shawn Michaels. In uh, the one. it's kind of happened twice. Uh, twice his debut was as the referee in the Hulk Hogan sting match and Hulk Hogan was verbally submitting but not actually saying it so Brett rang for the on oh, yeah he rang for the bell and afterwards they had to reverse the decision because they said Hulk didn't submit and then during the Goldberg match where his career was ended they did a screw job finishing that match too yep where to he was the sharpshooter man yeah brilliant where Roddy Piper came out and rang for the bell he didn't even look at Goldberg he just walked out rang the bell and walked back
1: that cause, is that Roddy Piper doing that whilst he's pretending that Bret Hart was his cousin?
0: Yeah.
2: Because
1: he always talks about Bret Hart and Hart being his cousin. They're not. Right, Roddy? I'm, I'm coming for Roddy Piper as well. He probably will listen to this. Oh, he's dead.
2: Anyway. <laughs> right, so you, you've you gone for dead Roddy Piper and you, you've gone for dead Doink. <laughs> oh, my Fucking God. hell, you're going to both grab weird nightmares. In my defence, I didn't
0: know Doink was dead.
2: Uh, I
1: genuinely did not know. I, I actually forgot that Roddy Piper's dead. Sorry, Roddy Piper. Well, Rest probably apologise
2: to his family. Well, because I don't think ghosts are right. I don't
1: need to apologize to Brett and because they weren't his family. No. Rest in peace.
2: <laughs> anyway, it you yeah, usually a fuck finish I'd be annoyed about, but because Brett Hart takes himself too seriously, like far too seriously, um, I think it's fucking piss funny that Vince went up to me and went, yes, yeah, so this is the finish. Um, You're just going to have to watch Natalia. Uh, Live through the Montreal screwjob.
1: Do you reckon he? Um, do you reckon he got him back on board? and Went by, but don't worry, Brett, because you'll get in the ring and you'll save the day and you'll put Ric Flair in the sharpshooter. I hope so. Everything's going to be fine. he will be like, "Well, so long as I save the day, that's all that matters. That's all the fans want to see to to send them home happy." So
0: after this was the whole uh, McMahon segment.
1: That was so, so long.
0: The, the only thing I want to say about this segment, apart from the fact that it was really long, was that WWE gets criticised a lot for 50-50 booking. So the outcome of this was that Shane and Stephanie would get 50-50 ownership of Raw. That's got to have been a, some sort of dig. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think they're that intelligent, to be honest. No, I, it, I wouldn't even give them it, that sort of credit.
0: It was just a load of... Uh, and I'm not a WWE hater, shit. but like they're just they're not that bright yeah it was just long and boring and took too much time and it made me hate the fact that Enzo got injured more because it meant more time could be dedicated to the McMahon's masturbating each other
1: not literally although Vince would like that No,
0: yeah, they make it very clear Vince that wants to shag his PG, daughter only Camp WWE which is only available on demand not on the stream is not PG
2: I quite like Camp WWE they were alright Ric-, Ric Flair shagging a bear who don't want to see that <laughs> That that actually happened.
1: Oh god, I know yeah, it yeah, did. it does. It's. I didn't even need to see it, and I know it did when you said it.
2: <laughs> Rick, Ric Rick Flair elbow dropping pillows. Well, that's that's pretty standard for.
1: Ric he also yeah. shagged a
0: tire, doesn't
1: he? Yeah, shagged a tire. Does he get drunk at an airport in anywhere in this? Uh, no, but he shows Vince about
2: his dick. Uh, you don't see his dick. See, and that when, based on a real story.
0: <laughs> I was watching this with my girlfriend, and when he's got a girlfriend, happened, guys. He's got a girlfriend. Uh, I had to send so the you. full story of the airplane from hell to explain why that was the one bit of the show I found funny. It's like if they're referencing that, that's brilliant <laughs> Him walking down the airplane helicopter in his cock at people.
1: Can't wait to see this. Uh, yeah, <laughs> now on WWE Network. um yeah, this segment was really long. I'm actually all right with the Shane and Stephanie thing for the time being. I do think it'll eventually lead to Shane against Triple H somehow. It's it's very notable to me that since losing the title, Triple H hasn't been out. I actually thought he might have attacked Roman after payback, um, but obviously hasn't. They're sort of stretching that out a little bit more. He will come back and like smack Roman about and demand his rematch. I'm so sure of it at some point. But... Um, you know, for the time being, I'm all right with it. If it makes interesting television, it keeps Shane McMahon on television because he seems to be one of the few genuinely over people who isn't hampered by booking. So be it. Just the segment was too long.
0: And then it was the title match.
1: Yeah, this was a really good match.
0: Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it.
1: Yep. Um, it really feels like Roman Reigns is just a heel at this point, even though JBL occasionally goes the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy. Sorry, the, the guy. guy. He is, is a guy he's is not a bad guy he's not a good guy he's the guy did you know that? I, it's the first I've heard that. I should have mentioned it once or twice or forever yeah. I don't know if it was on Raw or if it was on Payback where JBL was literally in the commentary as Roman Reigns was coming down going oh, the thing about Roman Reigns is that even though everyone loves him people love to boo him and they enjoy on- it and <laughs> they're having fun and I was like what? just they used to sort of at least try and explain it away with Cena. They'd be like, oh, it's a mixed reaction. It's not a mixed reaction anymore. We've been through this already. You went to a house show. There's no cameras there.
2: They no, hate him. F- everyone fucking hates him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which I'm we, okay with if they keep booking him like a heel, which frankly they sort of are.
2: We used to like him.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't dislike him. Do you not?
2: No. I do. I, I just, used to like him.
1: In Shield, I used to like him. I don't think I dislike him. I Royal just
0: Royal Rumble, where the 2014 one where Batista won. He was the most over guy in that room. Yeah, apart you know what? I, from bet,
1: I bet they wish. I bet they keep looking in the back of that and they're like, we should just have fucking had him on then. We would not have to deal with all this Daniel Bryan shit. We could have chucked him in there and he could have... Because actually, I think, when you watch it back, he could have been a massive baby face based off that. But they yeah. waited. Yeah, I'm okay that they waited, because I enjoyed the whole... We got the those whole... great Shield,
0: match, uh, Shield Evolution matches and the Shield Wyatt match.
1: Oh, we got them. I wasn't even thinking about them. I was thinking yeah. about the whole Daniel Bryan story, oh, yeah, but like, frankly, well. I bet they're absolutely gutted that they didn't just pull the trigger on him then, because he was no worse then. He was no better a year later. No, definitely not. If anything, they made it worse by when he was injured. Remember that time he was injured? Yeah. They kept putting him on telly. It was weird. In case people would forget who he was.
2: Yeah.
1: Um... Yeah, so I don't dislike him. I don't like him the same way that I used to, but like, I don't dislike him. He's yeah,
2: just... I, I really dislike him. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, it's, it's, when he was doing all them shitty promos that he was doing, that said suffering, suckertashing and, and shit oh, like that, that was old, it that really old. put me off him. That was pretty weird. And I don't give a fuck that he doesn't really do that anymore, but it's just really put me off him. His gear looks shit. It was all right when there was in the shield because it was kind of like a thing. He never evolved from that. Seth Rollins got new gear, Dean Ambrose got jeans. <laughs> um, <laughs> he
0: went, to, went to Georgia as the yeah. stocked
2: up. Whereas like Roman Reigns just carried on wearing the same stuff. He's got the same entrance song. He just doesn't s- spell out Shield at the start. Like nothing. He didn't see. He didn't seem to change or evolve out of the Shield, and his character's not really. I don't know. I don't even know what his character is. Ah, uh, he's the guy. Yeah, he's the know? yeah, he's the I guy. Th- I think yeah. the
0: thing with Roman Reigns is he doesn't seem genuine. Like everything seems really forced with him and. Like, it doesn't seem like it's actually him coming out. I've made this point several times on this already about people letting out some of their real personality, and he doesn't do that. He just seems really awkward and that it's not really him. And that, I think that's why people can't connect with him because he, I don't think he even knows what he's trying to get across.
1: Probably not. Having said all that, this match was yeah. brilliant. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It, yeah, it was can all have right. a good match. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole you can't wrestle thing annoyed me because they started chanting that at the start. I was like, well, that's not true. He's not amazing, but he can have a good match with the right person. And obviously AJ Styles is amazing anyway. Uh,
2: You might say he's phenomenal. I (laughs) you were going
1: to say that. Um, They did the whole two interruption thing. They did. I saw someone complaining about, oh, well, why didn't... You know when they did the count out bit? Oh, well, why didn't AJ just roll in and roll back out? I was like, well, why should he? He wants to win. Now, he's not going to be able to win the title. He's looking at it and thinking, well, if I win, I'll probably get another match. So
2: why don't I just win now? I mean, yeah. obviously, he was maybe he didn't have enough energy to roll in and roll out quick enough. Well,
0: and didn't the referee like pretty much end the count as soon as he got in the ring? Yeah, so yes, we have time. Yeah. Didn't
1: he? there you go. Then even more reason. And it was it was pretty clear as soon as they did that. And he it was like we're starting this match with no count outs. It was like, well? There's going to be a DQ in about five minutes. Then it's just how are they going to do it? And super
0: it was, dick punch.
1: Yeah, except he didn't even t- he didn't even punch him in the dick. No. Yeah.
0: It was attempted super super dick punch. Yep.
1: Um, which obviously then led to the uh, inevitable interference of Gallows and Anderson, which I think added to the match in this case. Like The Roman flew out of the ring and landed on everybody. Didn't land on AJ Styles, which I thought was really good. I thought it was a really clever spot where...
0: The the other good part about it as well, sorry, um, was while all this was happening with the interference, AJ was down and didn't see it happening. Yes. And they've kept that going as well.
1: Yes, there's still a bit of intrigue, and obviously they added to that a bit more on Raw when the main event was... um, AJ Gallows and Anderson against Reigns and the Usos. Yeah. Now, I really like that, just to bring it forward to Raw for a little bit, because, first of all, AJ Gallows and Anderson looked fucking boss coming out together to AJ's music, admittedly. And then Roman and the Usos actually look pretty cool coming out together as well. We don't have enough of this sort of, like, actually solid groups coming out. Well, but, like, did Usos actually look cool because... Well, they looked not as bad as usual. Oh, Okay. You love the Usus. I don't know like you are. Like. Yeah, but like, they don't I look, don't look cool, do
2: they? I don't like, I don't yeah. like people that look cool. Henry Godwin doesn't look cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you try telling Henry Godwin that. Tell that to Phineas. Um, you don't want to mess with Phineas, he'll, he'll strip off. Of course he will. It was a really weird ending to Payback where they sort of went straight to a backstage segment and yeah. made the rematch for the next show.
0: It was just more McMahon stuff. Yeah. And it was... It was kind of annoying now. Like this great main event, I really enjoyed it. But then it was still kind of all about the McMahons again at the end. And I'm just, I'm I'm getting bored of Shane now as well. I'm what? Just, what? I'm, yeah, I'm I'm just bored of the McMahon. How can you be
1: bored of Shane McMahon?
0: He does his it's, little Shane McMahon shuffle. He
2: spins his arm. Yeah. He jumps off stuff. He walks backwards. He's got grey grey hair, but he, he still looks cool. He skips backwards. He wears trainers with a suit. Yeah. Who'd love that?
1: Any yeah. thoughts on this main event, Darren?
2: I really liked it. It's um, it was good, yeah. They've um, they've done a good job with AJ Styles. As much as I dislike Roman Reigns, he's a good wrestler. So like, yeah, he had a good match with AJ Styles. Um, there were enough Bullet Club in it for my liking. So I was happy. Was not happy at the finish, but that's because I really like AJ Styles and I really want him to win every weight title.
1: He might do. I actually think, having watched this, I felt because I said when we talked about AJ Styles, I said I didn't think he would win. The heavyweight I actually think, having seen this, I'm a bit more like, maybe you will. I saw an advert this week. Um, I think it was just for the Live in London show. You know, this one that yeah, yeah. might be a network special, might not. Surely must be because why are they over here just for one night? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But um, when they did the advertising for that, they were like, see Roman Reigns, AJ Styles, and all your favourite superstars. I was like, "That's that's pretty important in terms of building a brand. That's them going, these are two stars, and
2: then there's everyone else. Yeah, maybe they're the two that's going to get paid the most Ryback. Right Have you thought about that?
1: Ryback's <laughs> sitting at home <laughs> furious about this. Going up New Japan.
2: Yeah, he's going to write a Tumblr post about me. Uh, feed me more. Pay, pay me more. <laughs> yeah. uh, Although I did see um, his entrance on Superstars from a, or main event from like a few weeks back. And he, he walks out and you're know, used to just like the arm pump things. Yeah. Like he just does it like with so little effort. He just doesn't look, look he, he, when he like lifts his head to say, wake up, he just lifts his head, and just goes, wake up. It <laughs> doesn't look like fierce or anything. and just strolls down to the ring. He, but who watches main event? I don't, Vincent watching main event. Definitely he don't give a fuck. Did,
1: didn't they do something on main event recently? I can't remember what it was, where they just did a bit of a fuck around and like, some I can't remember what Zero, it was. I was. Zero, I have no idea. There was, I haven't watched it either, but I read somewhere, I was like, they did this daft fuck-around thing, and I was like, why are they even doing that? And I was like, of course I know why they're doing that, because no one's watching. <laughs> even the fans of the arena have probably not arrived yet.
0: Yeah, Payback overall was a good show. Yeah, I enjoyed it, yeah. had it's moments that annoyed me, but overall, I enjoyed New it. New era. New era. New era. New Era.
2: Era. Do you think they've got, like, a sponsorship with them mats that say new error on them? Well, no, because they've got a sponsorship by <laughs> Tapout, so probably not. I bet oh, there'd yeah. be something that... An expression of combat known worldwide, <laughs> tapout.com. Maybe we could get a sponsorship.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, we'll accept any sponsorship. Just
2: I'd quite, I'd quite like lucrative voiceover work. If anybody can get me any of that, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put you in touch with my agent. Yeah. It's money for Old Rope, that, isn't it? Obviously. Well, you are Old Rope, so... Oh, yeah. uh, royal, royalgrumblepod at gmail.com. I've started him um, doing visual aids on the podcast. Have you noticed? Have you watched it on YouTube, Graham? Yeah, of course, I have. have you? Have you seen my visual aids that I've done? Yeah. What have I done? I've always seen your visual aids. <laughs> you do the little. Uh, you put the email, the Twitter, and the Facebook on it. Oh, you, have you? Have you? No, have you seen the new ones I've done? No. The specifically for you as well. Are they? Yeah. Right. So on YouTube, if you go on, I don't know whether to reveal it now. If it's just like no, to entice people go on, it, yeah. Right. If you have
1: been doing what I've been doing and downloading through Podbean or through iTunes or any number of these things. Make sure you watch them on YouTube as well because there's extra treats. Yeah, extra visual aids. Exactly. We've all got visual aids.
0: <laughs> Speaking about us. visual aids to close, we promised we'd talk about this earlier. After we finished recording the last podcast, I introduced uh, Daryl and Graham to the TNA One Night Only Knockouts Pay Per View, oh. and we watched the great match. Can I was- say I I
1: I objectly promise not to talk about this? So. Yeah, but
2: I don't I don't give a fuck because we've
0: got to <laughs> right. Shelley Martinez versus Rebel. Yeah,
2: right. I I've seen. Right, many women scissor before. (laughs) (laughs) However, I've never seen it happen in a wrestling ring. And I've seen that China film. (laughs) I shouldn't do it in that. Um.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, we're going up there. It's
2: fine. Fifth show. (coughs) It's fine. Entrant number five. It's fine. And we're off. What's wrong with that?
1: Oh, carry on. Just carry
2: on. Just So. Right, okay. on. Right, so, so, right. so I've, I've seen several, several pornographic films with ladies that says yeah. this, <laughs> that. This, <TNA, laughs> this TNA show, right? Shelley Martinez, and who was the other woman? Rebel. Rebel, right. Who is she? Who is Rebel? I've never heard she's of her.
0: She's in the dollhouse, like the women's heel. So back. she's a
2: TNA wrestler that no one's seen. Yeah. Shelly Martinez, on ECW, when it were good, with Kevin Thorne and the zombie. She went with the zombie, but the zombie was on it when it was good. Um... <laughs> She's got, to be honest, right, she's got the biggest tits I've seen in my life. Right, they're huge. No? Uh,
1: okay.
2: I'm shocked that you said you've watched so much porn and then said that... The tits- so, well, I'm not counting porn. Like, outside of porn. right? Okay, right. right. The, for wrestling, in wrestling, then. All right, okay. They're probably yeah, the biggest, okay. like, they the ginormous, aren't they? They get okay, it away. All right, then. Yeah. Right. Is the way so she, is. yeah, so she does, she's, they're doing this scissor hold thing and... Shelly Martinez proceeds to sell she is, it. Uh... <laughs> she proceeds to sell it by saying, my vag, my vag, <laughs> ouch, my vag. Um, which is funny enough as it is, but then I heard Lance Storm review, um, <laughs> <laughs> review this match. And we've all heard Lance Storm review this match. And um, I'm sure we can all say it's one of the most <laughs> glorious moments in all of our lives. We've hearing Lance Storm say vagina oh god it is monotonous
1: calgary alberta canada voice saying vagina over and over <laughs> work the vagina utterly hilarious <laughs> spectacular i feel like that's the best point to end on um always, wanna... always end with the
2: vagina always oh, okay i thought you were all about penis cast well, yeah but this is a spin-off in it we've got oh, penis yeah. cast we've got vag- vagina blog The the vagina blogs.
1: I see what you did there. Someone will have done that already, but I'll let you away with It's fine. Puppetry Um, of the
2: penis cast and vagina blogs.
0: I dread to see what visual aid you're going to give for this episode, especially during this segment. Oh,
2: I'm going to give it plenty of visual aids.
0: (laughs) I want to thank Daryl. Say
1: goodbye, Daryl. You're welcome. Goodbye, Daryl. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. RoyalGrumble.podbean.com. Uh, I remembered it this time. Yes, I finally remembered it. Well done. Uh, the new website, yeah. Uh We've got Twitter, don't forget, royalgrumblepod. Find us on there. Send us an email, royalgrumblepod.gmail.com. Thanks very much, guys. Talk to you soon.